Y'all, <clears throat> check this out. The news is really ratchet today. And I'm not saying that because these people are black. Because white, white people can be ratchet too. But just today, it just so happens that they black. So let's get into some news. Um, There's nothing exciting that happens in my life today. I played a lot of Call of Duty with my husband. Uh... I'm gonna do keto to Thanksgiving, I decided. Um, oh, yeah. So, that's not fun, but you know, let's just pray I don't get the keto flu. I can't stand that. So, Tamar Braxton, Tony Braxton's little sister, she is problematic in my eyes, but I thought she, every year she says she's maturing to be better than she was the year before, but so she has this. A song out, Love and War. It's an album, and it's their 10 year anniversary. So she um, was playing her music or whatever, whatever. And uh, this guy that went viral for making Patti LaBelle's Pies famous is her background singer, Real. It's this girl named Krishan Rock who's famous for being very violent, like on a Bad Girls Club type of. She's actually on the Bad Girls Club show. For some reason, Tamar wanted to befriend this girl, and this girl's super young. Tamar is like in her 40s. They really don't have nothing in common. So you have to wonder to yourself why did Tamar want to befriend this girl? But anyway, the girl. I mean, she's been in so many fights. She's on probation now and stuff. So Tamar invites her to her concert where her sister, Tony Braxton, was there. And the girl proceeds to, like, get into a fight with the background singer, which is a man, and knock his teeth out. And so Tamar is facing a lot of backlash. Some people are saying, you know, it's her fault. She set the girl up. Other people are saying... How did the girl beat up a man? But I'm saying like this, if the man would have retaliated on that girl, he would never work again. And since she's known to be problematic, unfortunately, he kind of just had to sit there and take the hits or whatever. I mean, it's sad all around and embarrassing, but I'm just trying to understand why would Tamar invite that girl I mean, she knocked the man's teeth out. He is literally at the dentist now putting his teeth back in. And his face is messed up. So I think she deserves to go to jail. And she just had a baby. But I don't care. Like, she's reckless beyond. She needs to sit down somewhere. And when I mean sit down, she needs to sit down. She she went to pretend to be in jail. Let's do it for real, maybe. So here's Tamar talking about it. Hey everybody, I look crazy. Let me take this off. <laughs> Not that my headband looks any better, but I wasn't going to say anything out of respect for James and his trauma and what happened um, to him. And when I say what happened to him, he got assaulted um, at my show. Um, and then it was by Krishan, but. Um, there was a lot of events that I believe were misconstrued. And so while I'm not going to set out the time and clear every little thing up for everyone, I, I want you to know um, 
the reason why I decided to say something. Um, number one, I care about my team. They're all of my friends, and we put this all together for the fans. Um, I'm not a cloud chaser. I don't. I don't need that. Like my circle is this small. You know, I um, don't have to sell tickets for. You know, like oh, I need to sell tickets. So let me do this. That other. This show has been sold out for a month. Um, I didn't have an opening act. I knew. I didn't need an opening neck because I knew my sister was coming in the middle of the show. Um, and, you know, when you're in different cities, you invite different people. Um, and Krishan was definitely someone that I invited. Someone that I, I actually, you know, looked at from afar as like a, a younger sister. She's from Baltimore. Um, I knew that she was rowdy. You know, I, I didn't judge her because of that. You know, I felt for her on, on so many occasions. And I just felt like, oh, this was somebody I wanted to meet to, you know, possibly take under my wing. Because, you know, everybody knows that I don't have the best. I don't have the best past. I'm sorry, I have a filter. I washed my face. I look crazy. Okay. Um, you know, and in my journey of being a better person, I wanted people to, you know, accept me for the new person that I was and the only way that they could do that is if I was given an opportunity and so that's really all it was um I didn't call her and be like oh come on and perform at my show um I already knew Tony was planning to perform here at this LA show um she had sent me her number a while ago on a DM and I reached out to her. Um, and like I said before, like we all have, you know, Christiana is like a little sister to all of us watching her and then watch her make mistakes. We want to help. We want to help. And this is what this Love and War tour has been about. You know, I have called several girls that I didn't, I didn't know Drew Sedora. I didn't know Tiffany Evans. Um, I, I, didn't, I don't know. Um, I don't, I didn't know any of them really. The only person that I knew was Nivea, you know, um, but I wanted this tour to be about, you know, second chances and, you know, giving new opportunities and, um, I don't know. Um, I didn't call Krishan to open up for me. Um, but when she was in my dressing room, we do a twerk off portion right and I was like oh it'd be cool if you if the DJ played as a vibe and you came out and did a vibe like the people you know Baltimore sisters and that's really what I was thinking um everyone else get compensated for coming on my show and opening up for me I try to always do this do the right thing um by people um and there's a contract um we're professional I'm a real touring company um and that wasn't the case um, I think that there was a misunderstanding. During the part of the Torkov, um, I am backstage changing clothes. Um, and everybody that's come to a Tate Martian show know that we don't have any violence. No one has ever fought at my concerts. We laugh, we cry. People have passed out, you know, due to, you know, being, you know, inebriated or, you know, just excited at being at a concert. But this is a, a, a safe, loving, healing place. And um, I don't know. I have to apologize to my team if my silence have made you all feel like I have not been supportive to you. Um, and I also want to acknowledge Krishan. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for coming. 
you know, I, I, I didn't want any of this to happen. I actually thought that we, you know, could really be, you know, good friends and have, you know, I could be a big sister, you know, to you. And that was my only objective of you coming. Um, I had no other plans. I didn't want to set you up. I didn't tell nobody not to play your music. I didn't, I just want everybody to come and have a good time. And that is really the spirit of it all. Um, but I have to acknowledge my team because my team has been traumatized. And especially James. He was assaulted and he was hurt. And I just feel like I can't make nobody happy. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I really wish she would have hit me instead of him. You know, I'm just so sorry it happened to you. Um, and I'm sorry, Krishan, if you felt that, you know, anybody, any of us wanted to use you for height. For height. No, no one. I'm not even going to address that because it's ridiculous. I know that when people <coughs> come into this industry and, you know, they get a certain amount of stardom or fame, they feel like, oh, what does this person want with me? What does this person want with me? And there are some genuine people. Um, but um, I, I'm doing this video for, for my staff and for my team who believed in me and who has helped supported me, Troy especially, you know, who has been the most passionate about this. And he should have, you know, um, he's my partner and, you know, watching, you know, someone so close to us, you know, get so violated is traumatizing. And um, I, I really honestly, truly wish none of this happened. Um, we are still doing part two. Um, like I said before, we don't fight at our concerts. We don't. We don't even. Everybody who has gone has had a lovely, fun family setting and time. And um, I don't know. I. It, it's just unfortunate. And let me just tell you how amazing James is. Like, no matter how he's feeling, he told me today. He was like, you know, when she hit me, I just feel like I just wanted to hug her. She'd be like. I'm just really sorry that it all happened. And um, I don't know. I just felt like on behalf of my team, being the leader, sometimes you don't know, you know, what role to take. And I just want everybody to know. I just want everybody to know that I'm sorry. And um, I don't know. But I won't be speaking about this anymore. It's, this has really hit us hard, you know, and um, it really hit us all hard. No one deserved it, you know, and no one wanted to hurt anybody, and no one wanted to disrespect anybody, and nobody wanted to set anybody up. We just wanted to have a good time. Um, so um, I love you guys. And I'll see you in a few weeks. I'm sorry, James. You're an amazing person. This should have never happened. Um, 
that I'm also sorry, Krishan, that you feel like in, in your life that everybody is out to get you. That must be a horrible feeling. Now she keep apologizing to the girl that I just don't like that because I'm, I'm not... You wrong, you wrong. This girl has assaulted so many people and people continue to coddle her and she it's time for her to get some just some tough love. So I don't know what's gonna come of this, but the fact that Tamar is like, I wish she would have hit me instead. Tamar, stop. Just stop. You should have never invited that little ratchet girl. You have nothing in common with her. Like, if you wanted to big brother, big sister her, you should have... There's other environments, but not your freaking concert. Like, oh my gosh. A mess. I didn't like that at all. Um, Let's see what else is going on, y'all. Russell Wilson won today. He beat Josh Allen. I believe the score was 24 to 22. So, he's back. All those naysayers that was coming for him he back y'all let's see what else we got here uh kiki palmers okay so new york city mayor eric adams has had his electronic devices seized amid the federal investigation they are closing in on that man r kelly is suing tasha k i play all of tasha k's uh, stuff on my podcast because she's very ratchet but he uh is suing her from federal prison he said that she leaked his private information and he might get it um so kiki palmer's mom there's audio of her threatening to put a bullet in her baby daddy's head so let's take a listen where's my baby you better you better watch out you might get a bullet in your motherfucker you motherfucker where's my baby you better you better watch out so she's he he tried to leak this on this on this lady after this man had broken into her daughter's house assaulted her and then he called himself trying to record her saying you know as as any parent would if you doing that if you're assaulting a child like come on this news is really crazy today y'all and then so kiki's mother decided to text uh i mean kiki the dude's mother decided to text kiki's mom and she's like hello sharon how are you I have tried not to get involved in my son's personal business, but I heard that you are going to put a bullet in my son's head. Well, then now we have to involve the authorities because you don't respect or value yourself. And I can see no see that in my son's life. You might have to kill all of us. I will file a police report on you now. And then Sharon says, please do not contact me with this ridiculous, childish behavior. Your son choked his own sister. Deal with his anger issues. If he attacks my daughter in her own home where she pays the bills, he is trespassing. And anything can happen, so he should stay away. You should be very ashamed to have raised a man who fights women. Amen. Like, I'm telling you, embarrassing, y'all. Embarrassing just embarrassing the news is very embarrassing today for my people and i don't like that at all let's I see i just what... want y'all to stop thinking that everybody's my 
Um, this, this happened to me, and everybody keeps asking, what's the reason? This happened to me for no reason. <clears throat> I was attacked for no reason. And they keep telling me don't get on live, but no. Like, all the assumptions and how people feel and what people think they know, I am at the end right now. I have to get my teeth fixed. My teeth have to be fixed, and that's what's happening right now. So don't get online saying what didn't happen, it didn't happen. And no, I'm not going to show my face. My face is beat. If you guys see my face, you can be pissed off. My face is, it's toe up. So right now, I have to get teeth fixed. That someone, I just want y'all to stop thinking damaged. I'm not going to show my face. But I will show that I'm at the dentist right now, right now, getting my teeth fixed. The anger of the, the anger or whatever the issue was wasn't towards me. So that's why I'm saying I was attacked for no reason. Yes, I know I don't owe anyone anything, but enough with the blaming everybody else but the person that did this. I'm out of the hospital. Now I'm at the dentist, um, Nikki. I have to get teeth fixed. My teeth are jacked up. They're saying, oh, nothing happened, nothing happened. Oh, he's a cuss. I'm getting emotional. But I asked God, I said, why did this happen to me? God said, it wasn't about you. He said, but I had to use you. said I had to Jesus. He said I had to use you. And when he said I had to use you, all I could do was think of the story of Job. And I began to praise God in the midst of what was going on. Cause I child. I don't want to get my teeth knocked out to have to praise the Lord. You should just praise him all the time. But this story is a mess, y'all. Y'all see how ratchet this is? And then Tamar says, I'm tired of y'all. I don't know about part two of this tour. We are all hurting. And if I didn't say anything, I'm wrong. I said something and I'm lying. I'm tired. Meanwhile, James is in the dentist getting new teeth. Y'all leave me alone. I was only trying to show Krishan some love. I still think she needs hugs. Girl, shut up. Because if that was a man y'all would have his head on a stake if a man like if it was vice versa and a man attacked a woman it'd be and us I, I just cannot stand this gaslighting and this fakeness so you the euphoria dude and the the man who made euphoria an idol he is dead at 44 and a lot of people are saying euphoria is doomed they are like euphoria, man. They got, they've had so many deaths on this thing that it don't even make no sense, y'all. Um, wait a minute, y'all. I gotta do something. Okay, so euphoria's had so many deaths and so many terrible things going on with that show that a lot of people are saying just cancel the show at this point because it's just nothing good coming out of that show i think the only person alive at this point is zendaya and a little 
the little boy that was on her guard. Like everybody's dead. I don't I just don't really know how we gonna come back from this at all. Um, and then Trump. So yes, that was a ratchetness in him today. Old Trump Trump. He uh got into some hot water. He got booed in New Hampshire. People were chanting, lock him up. Um, yeah, it's crazy today. Let's see what else we got. I got stuff to do today, y'all. So I don't I don't know. I'll try to read y'all a few Reddits. House Speaker Mike Johnson may already be losing his first big clash with the hard right. The Louisiana conservative might need Democratic votes to keep the government open. You know, they don't want him working with the other side. So, there's that. Let's see what else we got going on here, y'all. Let's go ahead and get in. I'm going to read you guys a few Reddits because I'm the clock is ticking in real life. I got stuff going on. We'll see what Reddit's got going on. Let's see. What's the most pleasant sensation or experience no one talks about? Head rubs are definitely the best. I'll take a head rub over a massage any day for real. Someone said the moment the block nostril unblocks itself, yes sensational I just hate that that happens after you have to wake up out of your sleep waking up without let's see the first week stretch in bed after you wake up in the morning writing with a really smooth pen that glides across the paper clean water out of a clogged ear Cleaning your ears very heavenly as well. Coming home and having someone to be genuinely excited to see you again. Drinking water when you're really thirsty. When you're bloated up with gas and finally let the big one out and you feel the pressure leave your body. Waking up and you just mentally feel good. And then you open the door and go out and drive, and then there's all kind of weirdos out there. Not having a cold or blocked nose, take a second to appreciate how easy it is to breathe through your nose the next time you have a cold. I know that's right. Clean sheets. I love getting in the bed with clean, crisp sheets. You get up under the bed. It is the best feeling. Definitely love that. I love to bottle all these emotions.
Somebody said when the extra slow car on the highway makes a turn. It's like, I'm free. I'm free. All right, y'all. Let's get into these story times because my printer is acting stupid in the background and I ain't got time. I'm talking to four managers at my job now. You talking, wait, what? Four managers. I work at a large factory. And um, I'm trying to narrow it down, Tasha. Are you not fucking all of them, are you? Oh, no, hell no. That's why I'm narrowing it down so I can give it to one of them. Well, I don't know which one it is. I'm not there, baby. And our attractions are different. Which one make the most money? I got the one, the 27 year old. He's okay, he's uh, he too young. How much yep, money? He out of there. Then we got the 30 year old. I found out he was married. One of them. Oh, no, no, he out of there. there. He already asked out. Oh, okay. Okay. What the fuck? Okay, okay what so what's the other one? So now we're down to the one that's my age because I'm 42. We down to him and he run the whole sort in the bill. There we go. We don't even know, need to know the other one. You run right. the bitch? He run the bitch. So that means you can possibly quit and he can take care of you and them kids? Yeah. Yeah. Give him some pussy. Bye, Vito. Well, she got out of men. She better be getting paid. You looked at my Instagram. Mm-hmm. You see the hundreds of celebrities that I've done business with, you know, done things with. During the latter years of our relationship, Will was not my friend. I was his friend. I was around before they had Trey. Jada was the woman that everybody wanted. And Will needed that validation to have that type of woman. You saw her say that Will Smith had a small dick? Oh, I am saying to you, if a woman is used to something the size of a baby leg and you come in with a pinky toe, there's nothing you can do to please her. You can buy her 80 cars. You can get her 80 private jets. If she's itching for that baby leg, she want that baby leg. You can beat a person so much that they fall into submission. And who needs enemies when they got friends like you? Well, I can tell you what goes on on the inside. Everybody else is just speculation. Somebody told me I made my pictures in the book. You know, your, yeah, your picture's in the book and your name is in the book. So I'm just like, you're doing some real hell of your I'm blowing you up. I love that. I'm I love that. you up. Dude, this is what Jada makes the new people do. And I ain't gonna say new. They probably been there after myself, mm-hmm. right? They will make you check into a rehab. And they'll pay for the rehab. Even though you're not on drugs, they're gonna pay for the rehab. And you have to go if you want to work with them. And then I've saw sexual acts that I when I walked in on. Who'd you walk in on? Him and Dwayne Martin. Okay. Hollywood is the hurry up and, and, and wait game. So three minutes later after them telling me, hey, you got eyes on Will, you got we we, we need him to come watch this. So I'm running all over the, the, the studio. He's not in his dressing room. I go to the cafeteria. I'm like, what? but I see his car there. I'm like, where's this guy at? So now I'm holding Dwayne down too. So I have the keys to his dressing room. So I'm like, yo, and they're calling my, my they, I'm on walkie-talkie, and they're calling my cell phone. Yo, we need to get Will here. And I'm like, yo, kind of fucked down. Like, I'm trying to find this. Like, this is, this is unlike him, right? So, all right, I open the um, door to Dwayne's dressing room, and that's when I see Dwayne and having anal sex with Will. Let me process that for a second. There was a couch, and, um... Will was bent over on the couch and Dwayne was standing up, killing him. Murder. Like, murder. It was murder in there. Okay. What did you do? Even when I was with the deer in the headlights and I finally said, oh shit. Y'all, this 
this this guy worked with Will for supposedly, you know, he was his best friend of 40 years. And I mean, if you got friends like this, you don't need enemies. Do I believe this? Absolutely not. Y'all keep trying to say it's a lot of rumors about Will and his best friend Dwayne, but I'm not going for that. Uh uh-uh. uh. Alright, I wanted to make this video because first I want to thank you guys for your prayers and your kind words and words of inspiration. Amongst that, I've had people to ask me, Iris, like, how did you know to go to the doctor? How did you know that something was wrong? And I want to talk about that. First of all, um, Colon cancer a lot of times don't have a lot of symptoms. And when they do have symptoms, it's common stuff. Things that you would kind of like normally feel from day to day. That's bloating, constipation, um, gas. You know, um, these are, in a lot of instances normal um, symptoms that you might experience if you ate something that was a little off or if you're one to have a lot of gastrointestinal issues to begin with and so um, how I knew um, I knew because and I want to encourage you to really truly listen to your body that's really the only way <clears throat> that you can really detect if something is off. In my situation, um, because I was one to uh, fairly eat, like kind of fairly healthy, um, I was following a lot of my meal plan recommendations that I would make for my clients. And so I knew that something was wrong the first day when I had excessive bloating and my normal routine to reduce bloating didn't work. And um, that was to eat a lot of fiber, drink a lot of water, and um, allow my whatever was in there to pass through, go to the bathroom, do that for a few days in a row, and then like day three, um, my stomach would be flat again. And so, in this situation, it didn't happen. <clears throat> and it was excessive, excessive, excessive bloating. But, after that, then I had the big mamma jamma of symptoms. And that was excruciating, debilitating pain in my stomach and nothing made it better but movement made it worse so about three four days in a row I had this pain and the pain would not it would last for about 15 minutes sometimes at one point it was like 25 minutes I was on my knees I couldn't move because if I did that pain wasn't even a level 10 it was like a level 25 about day four, um, my husband
husband, it, it, I called them episodes because of how often it was happening over this, over the course of a week. And so about day four, um, my husband, he was working from home that day. So he didn't, um, leave out as early as he did and as early as he would normally. And I had that debilitating pain. Um, and he was holding my hands because it brought me to my knees again. And I meant this. I said, I don't know how much more I could take of this. And I meant it because it was just that bad. Like, if God called me, I would have been okay with that. Because that pain, it was so bad that day that my teeth were chattering. It gave me hot flashes. I couldn't I couldn't speak above a whisper. And I just had to sit and wait. What I later found was I had um, a long... So I showed you the scar from my ostomy bag that I had. It was because there was a bowel blockage. And that bowel blockage caused um, some gas to be trapped. And it had nowhere to go. And I felt every bit of it. Every bit of it. Um, I knew what that was later when they gave, when I ended up in the hospital. Um, because of everything that was going on that they later discovered, uh, which was colon cancer, uh, you know, bowel blockage, um, a growing, um, Lord Jesus, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I have a blank right now. Um, but everything that was going on, a growing mass that was in my stomach, um, before all of that, they had to do a colonoscopy in, um, in, while I was in the hospital. And during that colonoscopy, they blew air into my colon to see, they were trying to eliminate the blockage and they were doing some other stuff but that air had nowhere to go and it, I, from what I understand it's normal practice for them to do that for 10 hours 10 hours I had that level of pain and I did not speak above a whisper and I felt like damn near passing out I was in excruciating pain and I had to wait for it to pass. And after 10 hours, because they did it early in the morning and it was late in the evening where I found some, where I finally got some relief. And I'm like, so it was trapped air all this time. So it was those symptoms before I made it to the hospital, the trapped air, the trapped gas, the bloating, the constipation, um, the... Uh, those are the three things that really caught my attention and made me go to urgent care. They did, they did an x-ray. They didn't find anything. I had an urgent care physician that did not really listen to me. Um, and then a little later, a couple of days later, I saw my primary care. She ordered an ultrasound. She did listen to me. Um, she ordered an ultrasound and what showed on the ultrasound 
was there was a mass the size of a golf ball at the time. That was my left ovary. Um, the day of my ultrasound, after I got it done, I came back home and I laid down on the bed on my stomach. And I thought my little grandson left a toy underneath my blanket because I felt something. And when I, when I sat upright and I didn't see a toy, I laid back down and I'm like, wait a minute, what is this poking? And I didn't know what it was at the time. And my prayer became, I pray they find what I feel. And later they did. And that was the mass. And they said it was, it was um, suspicious of being malignant or benign and that it was a solid mass and at the time the measurements gave the size of a golf ball but as you can see it grew into a 10.1 pound mass literally a month later so within two months it grew from a golf ball size to that but me listening to my body I, get, I told my symptoms to my physician. She said, okay, um, let's see what's going on inside. She ordered an ultrasound, and that's what got the ball rolling. So when you don't dismiss it, it may sound like it ain't a big deal. If you got health insurance you're paying for, it, use it. Use it. You know, I'm a big advocate of advocating for yourself. Do not dismiss. And you know in your heart of hearts if something is off. So make them look for it. All right, guys. That's scary. And I can imagine trapped gas and pain in my butt. I'd be like, cut my intestines out. You know, they focus so much on like plastic surgery and this and that. Can we get some plastic intestines? Like some new intestines like why is the stomach not been remade yet i really don't get that lord i wish this story wasn't true but here we go so this man and this woman were celebrating her birthday and ultimately burned down their entire apartment complex by shooting off fireworks and they posted it on instagram now according to wsb tv they said they received mugshots for Carnell Gunn and Robert Stokes, the two who were arrested for setting fireworks off that could have started a massive Atlanta apartment fire. Now let's get to that Instagram video. the fire had erupted this is the morning of and the firefighters are still putting out the fire or at least they still were putting out the fire and yeah it literally destroyed this entire apartment complex which made people beg the question was this apartment even up to code now shout out to leah goodridge over on twitter because she had posed the same question in this tweet they said whenever there is a massive fire that spreads quickly and damages a large building the first question should always be how was the fire able to spread so quickly and in many cases it's because the building was not up to code now leah began digging and saw all of these reviews you can pause to read them about the condition of the apartment as well as the you know terrible management that was running this place and i do mean it was bad because not only was the building just crumbling to pieces but also they had really bad rats and rodent problems too and people were literally in the review 
was saying, I beg you, do not move here. Now, someone had posed this statement and said, I generally don't believe that building was up to code, and you'd be correct. Now, regardless of that building not being up to code, anybody setting off fireworks on the roof of an apartment literally has rocks in their noggin. Listen, imagine just trying to celebrate your birthday and you set a whole apartment freaking complex on fire. Like, I would not want to, and you filmed it? Man. This this society, man, good luck. But I'm not going to wish you guys luck. I'm going to pray for y'all because we need prayer. Luck ain't going to do it, y'all. Y'all stay safe. Y'all, I'm going to be praying for y'all. Continue to lift me up in prayer. Let's pray for my lot, lot one. You know, pray for it and cover it and I'll be praying for y'all. Y'all stay good.